Today we're going to be making a chocolata or chocolate accord. Now the reason for this is, well, I was doing a client project and they wanted to try adding a chocolate note to their perfume, which meant I had to start thinking about a chocolate accord. So the other day I went and I made some basic sketches for a chocolate accord and I thought this could be the topic of today's video. So if you're interested in making your own chocolate accords or simply the process of making accords in general, then watch the end of this video and I'm sure you'll find something helpful. Right, so my first put of call for the chocolate accord was I remembered that in the book A Diary of a Nose, this book here by Jean-Claude Lena, well, he's got a section in the back of the book where he goes over some kind of really nice minimal combinations that you can use to make some basic accords. And one of those is chocolate. So what he says is, if you want to make a basic chocolate accord, you can combine isobutyl phenyl acetate with vanillin. And then he also says there's different types of chocolate you can make. So that's kind of like the basic chocolate accord. But if you want to make plain chocolate, then you can go and add a little bit of patchouli to that. If you want to make a ganache, a little bit of civet. If you want to make orange chocolate, then you add orange, mint chocolate, then you add spearmint. And if you want to make the smell of cocoa powder, then you can add a little bit of iris. So I've got here some vanilla and also some isobutyl phenyl acetate. So I'm going to put these on the scent strips and see if it smells like chocolate. Right, so if you don't really know what these smell like, isobutyl phenyl acetate. This one's a bit weird to me. It's got kind of sweet tones, like kind of a sweet estery kind of smell. And it also smells a little bit musty to my nose and it smells very slightly aniseed as well. Now, if we go to the vanillin, that's your classic vanilla, kind of cupcake vanilla, you know, smell. Like the kind of vanilla smell that's used uh, in all the kind of different bakery stuff that you're used to. So if we now put these together, so I do actually think, if you just really quickly smell that, for a split second, you kind of get like a illusion of chocolate in your head, right? Like for a very split second, and it's not, it's not a perfect illusion, but if you think about chocolate and quickly smell that, you can kind of suddenly imagine chocolate, which is pretty cool considering that definitely on their own, these two things aren't like that. Definitely, I do think vanillin is closer to chocolate than the other one. But I do think just a slight touch of that does kind of, it does help for sure. So anyway, I thought I would do some research and see what other things are found inside of chocolate. Now, I found a research paper online and I found out that two other things present in chocolate, which are perfumery raw materials, and there are more, but two of them are beta-ionone and guaiacol. So right here, I've got some guaiacol. So this stuff's pretty strong. And what it smells like to me is, firstly, it smells like vanilla, but it smells more kind of eugenolic, a bit more spicy, a little bit more towards cloves. So in terms of say flowers, something like carnations, for example. And it's got a little bit of almost like, let's say a leathery, slightly smoky aspect to it as well. So it's kind of like a smoky vanilla. Now next we've got beta ionone. And this one's quite interesting because it's a lot more floral, a little bit fruity. And to me, this one is somewhere in between the smell of raspberries and violets and you also find it in rose and that kind of thing so what i'm going to do is i'm going to take these two here 
And then I'm now gonna add these to the other two that we already had. So when I smell this, first of all, these two new things that we added, uh, the glycol and the iron, they are pretty strong, so they do overpower it a little. But reading between that, between the lines, if you go and smell the whole thing, it does definitely add something to that kind of chocolatey smell from before. I do think it needs to be rebalanced for sure, but I definitely see both of these things fitting quite nicely. And I think the reason is because the vanillin on its own is kind of the classic sweet vanilla smell, but I feel like the guayacol, that more kind of smoky vanilla, it adds more of like a realistic touch. Then on the other hand, the iron So this one is quite interesting. It adds this slight kind of, let's say luxurious, like slight kind of floral feel. It just adds this complexity and this kind of smooth velvety luxury to it. I think that's I think that's what it is. It's kind of a velvet kind of luxury feeling, which is very much associated with chocolate. So if it's found in chocolate indeed, then I'm all for this being in here. So next, going back to Jean-Claude's book, one of the things he mentioned was actually adding a touch of civet for more of a ganache. And since I wanna go for kind of a general, just very nice, um, let's say kind of sweet, uh, gourmand decadent chocolate smell, I thought this might fit the bill. So I thought we would try a little bit of civet as well. So yeah, civet on its own, even though it's, I put it at a lower dilution than the rest of the things, it still smells really strong. Honestly, it's kind of a disgusting smell. It's basically fart gas kind of smell um, and kind of like manure, that kind of thing. But you know, we'll see how it goes. So surprisingly in the kind of composition with everything else, you don't really notice the civet anymore and it actually kind of works fine. It does add this kind of like warm element to it. And obviously this isn't real civet, which is a good thing, right? Um, it's just some kind of synthetic version. So puts my mind to rest slightly. But yeah, having civet in there, um, I can't really tell to be honest how much of a positive effect it has, but it definitely hasn't particularly harmed it. And I think it does kind of fit. So I think, again, we can probably keep this in here. Now, finally, I've got another raw material, which is one I remembered I had, and this one is called Cocoa Hexanel. And out of all the raw materials I have, this one actually smells a little bit like cocoa powder on its own, so I thought this would be kind of silly not to add in. So again, this one is really strong. I've got it diluted a bit lower than everything else. And as soon as you open the bottle and dip that scent strip, before even smelling it, you can smell this kind of cocoa powder smell coming at you. It's also got this kind of banana smell to it a little bit as well. And yeah, this one just really does smell, if you've ever had roasted cocoa nibs, it smells a lot like that. But it also does smell just slightly like kind of decaying bananas, that kind of thing. But I really think out of all the raw materials, this one probably is the closest to that kind of chocolate cocoa smell so far. Actually, I'm kind of interested to know if even just this and vanilla would make a good chocolate cord. But adding it to everything else. So as soon as I've added that, the whole thing has suddenly become a lot more realistic. It's suddenly become a lot more chocolatey. And at this point, I think even after, you don't have to just have to smell it straight away, but even if you hold the whole thing to your nose for quite a bit longer, it still gives you this illusion of chocolate to some degree. So that's kind of cool. So yeah, at this stage, I'd kind of had all these scent strips and I thought now it's actually time to start blending all of these things together and try to make a quick sketch for an accord. Before we do that though, I did just mention that I thought the cocoa hexanol and the vanillin alone could do a good job. And I never actually tried that before, so I'm just gonna do it now quick. So funnily enough, smelling that, when you put these two together, it actually smells a lot more like a banana milkshake, which I wasn't really expecting. Somehow the vanillin's brought out the banana element and it's added a sweetness to it. 
I mean, it still does smell a bit like chocolatey as well, but I actually think all of those six things together did definitely smell a lot more like chocolate overall. So, so yeah, that's probably a good thing because otherwise what I prepared for the video might be screwed up. So onto the trials. So I basically did a first trial, which is where I added all six of those raw materials. And I tried to put them at the levels which I thought would be suitable based on how strong they were and how much I thought that they would, you know, how strong I would actually want them to be in this formula. So I thought that the one thing on its own that really does smell a lot like chocolate or give you the kind of chocolatey vibe, it really is a thing that without it, I feel like it's going to be having a hard time being like chocolate, is the vanillin. And that makes sense because vanillin is a big ingredient in chocolate. So I decided to put quite a large amount of vanillin and I used 0.7 grams. Next then, for the guaiacol and the beta-ionone, I thought, you know, these things, when I added them, they seemed to help the scent of the chocolate a lot, and I thought, well, both of them are actually found in chocolate, so maybe these could be at a reasonable level as well. So I put uh, 0.1 grams, so still a lot less than the vanillin. I honestly thought the vanillin was going to be the important thing, and the other things were either just so strong you didn't want much of them, or that they're not the main character, like these two, you didn't want too much of them because of that. So then the isobutyl phenyl acetate, again, I put a little bit less, only 0.066 grams of that. And the reason for that was just, I thought that compared to the guaiacol and the beta-ionone, the actual smell of this thing on its own wasn't quite so nice. It did have that uh, kind of aniseed smell, which you didn't want to come through in the final accord. So I thought, let's just be a bit safe on that, um, just in case. Then for the civet and the cocohexanol, with these two, I was really conservative, and that's just because they're so overpoweringly strong. I thought even in trace amounts, these two should work fine. Now let's smell it. So when I smelled this, it was it was decent, you know. It kind of gave it a similar effect, but I don't think it was quite as good, actually, as when we just had all the sand strips together. And I think the reason is because a few of the elements were really overpowering, especially to my nose, the guaiacol, that kind of slight smoky vanilla thing, that was really prominent and just dominating everything else. I guess maybe this brought it more in the direction of a blonde chocolate and I've been going more for a milk chocolate, but either way, it's just too much of that thing. And then also I thought the ionone as well was a little bit too dominant. Now on the flip side, I felt like I couldn't really smell the cocohexanol, that kind of cocoa powder smell, which I thought was actually doing a really good job um, out of all the individual raw materials. So I thought I would bring that up again, and that's what I did in the second trial. Now the second trial, I did those things, and yep, this one just smells a lot better. And actually, this one's pretty cool because it actually kind of smells like milk chocolate. Now I was pretty happy with this trial, so much so that I actually decided to stop here, and this was just my final version. Now it is definitely still a bit of a minimalist chocolate accord. It doesn't capture the full complexity of the real smell of chocolate, but when you smell it and keep holding it at your nose for a few seconds, it does create this illusion of chocolate and continue to keep smelling like chocolate for a while, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, when you keep smelling into it, eventually you start to notice the components coming out, especially the uh, isobutyl and acetate. You start to get a bit of that, and then you know it starts to feel a bit uh, not so natural. And then also, I think the cocohexanol now, you can smell it. Um, obviously, if you didn't know what that smelled like on its own, you probably wouldn't worry about it. Um, but overall, I think the thing's quite balanced. You've got these kind of subtle, fruity, uh, iron notes in the background, which don't really make themselves too present, but they just come and add this kind of luxury, velvety feel to the chocolate. Then the civet, you don't really notice it. Actually, honestly, I don't know if that um, is necessary. I should probably do a trial without it to see what the effect is. But either way, it seems to work fine.
Then we've got the vanilla in there, the main thing, which just kind of overall allows the thing to take on the chocolatey smell. And then the guayacol, now it's a lot more toned down. You don't really notice it on its own anymore, but I still think you can kind of feel the effect. It just adds this kind of dimensionality to it. And, and yeah, overall, honestly, it's a pretty cool chocolate cord. So now we're here, I thought we might as well go through the rest of the combinations in Jean-Claude's page on chocolate in the book. And I didn't actually do this yet, but I thought, you know, now we've got the chocolate accord, why not try them? So he said for milk chocolate, you can add patchouli. So I've got some patchouli here. Now, honestly, I don't really get this one to me. I don't know. I don't think it really smells more like milk chocolate. I think we already did a pretty good job with the milk chocolate, but to me, it just kind of adds a smell of patchouli. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it just needs a trace amount, but... I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Next, I'll add a little bit of sweet orange. So this one actually does a really good job and I think that makes a lot of sense because I'm pretty sure what orange chocolate is is just chocolate with orange oil added anyway and we've literally got our chocolate cord with some sweet orange oil. And this one really reminds me of the Terry's chocolate orange. I don't know uh, if you guys have that, but especially if you're from the UK, there's this kind of chocolate orange that you can get and a taste of orange chocolate. So this smells pretty much like that, which is perfect. Next we have spearmint, so the idea of this one is after eights, another kind of chocolate which is just chocolate, dark chocolate with like a mint thing inside of it. So my spearmint's very strong, so let's try smelling it with the spearmint a bit further away. So yeah, this one does, this one does a pretty good job as well, um, and again it's probably because that chocolate is literally chocolate with a bit of mint oil. So this one, I think spearmint is so strong, it's probably a bit more tricky to dose, so you just have to be careful if you're actually gonna make this to make sure that spearmint is toned down quite a bit. But yeah, I mean, it works pretty well, so this one's good too. So finally, we've got the Oris, and I'm using for Oris, Oris Jivco, because I don't actually have Oris, but this one should be close enough. So this one's a bit funny. Funny in that I don't really think this particularly smells like cocoa powder. I actually think the cocoa hexanal on its own really does smell like cocoa powder, but adding the oris doesn't necessarily do a better job than that. But I can kind of see where it's coming from as well because it does add this kind of, you know, dark kind of powdery element in the background. And I can kind of see how, how you know, maybe if you didn't have the cocoa hexanal, like this could be you know, something else that you could use for kind of like a more crude illusion of the cocoa powder. Um, I don't really think, yeah, if you're going for like super realism, I don't think this is the one, but I can also see that maybe in the context of a perfume, actually this, depending on the perfume, depending on what else you've got in there, maybe this could be a better option um, if it's gonna fit better with all the other elements and then it still gives you this kind of quote unquote illusion of the cocoa powder. So I think, yeah, this one may be a bit in the middle. And another thing is I once had a free sample of Pell Wall's uh, chocolate Accord or Cocoa Accord and I remember that that also smelled a little bit like Oris as well so maybe they had the same idea and tried that in their one as well I'm not sure so yeah that's it that's my chocolate Accord uh, feel free to go and take that formula if you want for yourself try it out and maybe make some modifications I'm sure you can make it even better if you come up with an improvement then do let me know because I'd be interested now one final thing I will say is if you really want a realistic chocolate note I would consider getting Cocoa Absolute this is something that I don't actually own myself, so I can't smell it and let you guys know what it smells like. 
but at some point I hope to pick some up. So maybe if I get some of that in the future, we can go and compare how real Coco Absolute smells compared to the Accord. And the reason that I think this is gonna be very good if you want an accurate uh, chocolate smell is simply that chocolate has so many different aroma chemicals inside of it. It's one of those really, really complex uh, natural things. And not only do you have the natural smells from the cocoa beans, when they're roasted, all of those reactions go and create even more chemicals. So you've got so many different things inside of that when you go and extract it out, it's not really possible to go and recreate that smell in high fidelity using just a couple of things. So here I feel like considering that we were trying to create a very complex smell with just a few things, we did a pretty good job of creating an illusion but it is just that, this kind of minimalistic illusion version of a chocolate accord. Um, I strongly suspect that if you want a good realistic chocolate smell, then some kind of extract from chocolate or the cocoa beans themselves would probably be the best option. So that said, that's chocolate accord. Now, if you're interested in help with your own perfumery, I do also offer online perfumery tutoring over video calls. So if you're interested in that, then feel free to DM me on Instagram. And apart from that, uh, I hope you enjoyed this video. Hope you learned something, hope you got something out of it. And also do let me know if there are any other chords that you're specifically interested in me trying because if there's one particular chord that a load of people really want me to do, then there's a good chance that I'll make a video on it. So until next time, good luck with your perfumery and I'll see you in the next video.